Hello, Twinies. Welcome to episode two of the Untwine podcast. I am Kathyanna. And I'm Crystal. So let's get untwined. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And I just want to give a huge thanks to everyone who has tuned in to the first episode of the Untwine podcast. I opened up the episode today um, calling you guys Twinies, but Twinies for us is just a name that we decided to give our listeners. As we know uh, that you have busy lives, busy schedules, um, and we just really appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in to us. Yeah. I was sitting here checking our Facebook page. We just went live on our Facebook page. Well, not video live, but we brought the page to our viewers. And right now we're sitting at 128 followers on Facebook. So yeah. if you haven't already, yeah. go like us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook, and also Instagram. And that's Untwined Podcast. So that's amazing. Not even yes. a week. Yes, yes. So uh, that's a win. So thank you guys uh, for supporting so us. We're just going to hop into episode two. And today we chose to focus on the 2020 election and everything <laughs> that is happening or not happening <laughs> <laughs> um, during this time. Um, and any topics that's kind of associated uh, with that. Um, so that will be what we'll be focusing on. And of course, we'll take some time to uh, check in with the mental health moment and end with the word of the day. Um, so in regards to the 2020 election, <laughs> if you could give it one <sighs> word for how you're feeling right now <laughs> just call it already <laughs> <laughs> all right so your one word is call it yes okay we're gonna put them together and, we're, gonna, we're gonna make it one word yeah and i i want to say that we're actually uh recording this a little early so right now they're still counting so once this episode hits hopefully <laughs> We will have a new president. We we hope so. Um, I think my one word would be anxious because I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it looks like you know, we have an idea of who will be the president, but it's really about, you know, I'm kind of one of those people. You know, I can just celebrate and be happy once there is a definite answer you know because i always say it's not over until it's over and until every vote is counted and every vote is counted so yeah. that's where i'm sitting right now um so that's my word i just encourage you guys to kind of think of your word what is the one word that you can think of or just how you're feeling about this election and how everything is going um, and have a conversation with your family members or uh, your group of friends about that. Um, mm -hmm. That could be a great way to just kind of vent and just kind of get out 
you know, whatever feelings that you have out there. So Crystal, what, what, what do you think of just everything? What, what are your thoughts in regards to um, the election process in regards to everything that's happening? Well, I can honestly say that, believe it or not, I'm not surprised that we will have another president. Um, because we, we got to think about so much that has happened this year alone. Mm-hmm. Not even, I'm not even going to say the four years, just this year alone. Everything that has happened um, People are tired. We're, we're tired. We're enough is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's time to put the little baby in time out. You mm-hmm. know, and so I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm. There's no way we can live another four years like we lived the last past four years. Mm-hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. I would have. I like. I've literally, even though my mom is older we need to sell the house. If I got to sit here and put up with this man, because I'm young, I still have a lot to go, like we have a lot to do in life. And if I have to put up with this guy for another four years of my life, I can't take it. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to move if he would have won. Yeah, yeah. 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 Overall, that's how I feel. Yeah. But I also think that begs the question, you know, when you talk about, you know, moving, because I've heard people say that too. There's a lot of racism that I feel was touted mm-hmm. um, in the uh, Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people who supported his agenda and supported the things that he was touting um, were very much emboldened. We were able to see an increase in hate crimes, an increase in um, people who felt entitled to harass Black and Brown people. And I think for me, the that this president has um you know fanned the 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 flames for those people to feel okay with just the um the way that they have treated a lot of black and brown people Mm -hmm. and so i hear about you know people talking about moving and stuff like that i know you just said that but then it's like where do we go like, where would you go if you, if it's you, a, it's a lot of land out there. If you had to, because I'm going to tell you, it just seems like racism is everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Racism is everywhere. And so it begs the question of like, can you run from that? Can you really move away from racism when it's everywhere? No matter if you go to another country, it's there. We um, have racism within the brown community. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, definitely. Colorism mm -hmm. is a huge uh, thing that has been happening in, within the African-American community, um, within other communities of color. And we will uh, have an episode where we dive into that and talk about that. So um, please tune in because that is definitely a topic that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so because of the times that we are currently in right now, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's dead in our faces and this is something that, you know, we are faced with. And unfortunately, you know, my kids and other people, kids, our kids are forced to have to deal with whether um, Trump stays in office or whether, and it's not looking like that's going to happen, but <laughs> whether he stays in office or whether uh, Biden becomes president, I do feel that there are two aspects that, you know, we're, you know, things that we're going to have to be dealing with. Um, one, if Trump was in president, the president, we have to deal with, okay, what is the world going to look like for the next four years? How is mm -hmm. that going to impact our family? Will we be in a, a war um, by the time this happened? Like, you know, these, all these questions, what happens if, you know, he's reelected? Um, and we have questions too for, uh, when Biden becomes president. But for me, I, I find that he has been able to provide us with some ideas of plans and how he plans to move forward when he's in office. But the other thing that just it makes me think of for him is, okay, what will the community in the, in the U.S. look like? Meaning, will there be will there be social unrest? I feel like if that way happens, it goes. well, way, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it could def it definitely be social unrest um, with Trump as well. Um, so either way, I feel like will there be social unrest with mm -hmm. this, and then what does that look like for everyone? You know, right. what, what does that look like for us? And so I think that's where, um, that's another place where that anxious feeling comes from for me mm -hmm. too, just the uncertainty of not knowing how close the presidential race is. These places have very tight mm -hmm. margins. You know, we're happy that Biden is... Uh, able to secure leads in these places but it also has to make you think of too you know nearly 50% or close to 50% of the people in this country and in, in some of these states think that what Trump was doing was okay oh absolutely Yes. And so even though for me, it's not a surprise to see that, but it is um, unsettling to, you know, just actually have confirmation 
of that. And yeah. so that's that's the other thing that, you know, we, we think about because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, before people was like, okay, we have morals, we have, you know, values and, you know, all of this stuff. But now you, not now, because, you know, Trump became president. So we see, we have seen, and we're continuing to see people's true colors. True colors. Yes. And so nice. for me, I kind of see that in some ways as a good thing because now I know who you are. Um, Now I know what you are willing to, who you are willing to support and run with. Um, And no matter what reason, like some people like to say it's because of econ, you know, the um, economy Mm -hmm. and jobs and money. I hear a lot of people talking about that. Um, But I just have to stop and say, okay, no matter, you know, if you, if you voted for that, you had to be okay with the other stuff Trump has put out there, the racist comments and and all those things like that. And for me, you know, I don't know how, for me, it doesn't seem like he's done that well with the economy and, <laughs> and everything but if well you, if you don't have a lot of money then no right right you gotta be rich right right and so <laughs> with that being said okay you let that be your excuse if that makes you feel okay to sleep at night or okay to you know kind of do whatever it is that mm-hmm. you know or support whoever it is that you support of course we're in america you know you can support you can support whomever you know you wish to support but it makes me question okay not even make me question but kind of gives me confirmation you know what you'll be willing to do to kind of you know either get what you want or kind of sit in what your true intentions are right yeah i um and i feel like it's the if you are just for him because of the economy, you probably should after a year or two, you probably should have reevaluated because you still are in the same place you was in. <laughs> he didn't help you that much. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah. You gotta do some reevaluating. Hmm. Hmm. But I'm pretty sure for some people, uh, they know exactly why, you know, they chose to support um, some of the things that he was touting and feel perfectly fine with uh, their choices and decisions. We all know why. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, So now I think this is the perfect transition to the mental health moment yay oh so for the mental health moment um i thought that it was important for us to uh again um talk about like how do we take care of ourselves in this moment and to just emphasize uh, some things that you can do to take care of yourself. Um, And I know that that was something that we touched on in episode one, 
Um, but I wanted to continue this conversation because as I look around in my community, as I see my peers, as I see, you know, um, just what's happening um, on TV and social media, um, I just feel that, you know, it's important for us to just kind of go back and remind ourselves, like, how do we take care of ourselves? I wanted to add some some things uh, for how we can take care of ourselves. So uh, I read an article uh, from Psychology Today, the moment of uh, the election. You can also, uh, you can Google this article um, if you want to read more about it. Um, I thought it, and I thought this article spoke to nicely tied together and added to uh, what I was speaking about on episode one. So I wanted to share this with you guys. As we had talked about before, at least for my feelings, you know, I was feeling very anxious about the election. Um, and right now, you know, I feel like this is a time where things are just kind of, you know, it's a destabilizing time. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with the election. Um, we have all of these things and, and we're waiting for results um, as we speak. And we are um, also, in addition to that, dealing with our own life issues. Like mm -hmm. life doesn't just doesn't stop and it's put on pause because <laughs> <laughs> um, of the things that are happening and that are going on in the world, life still <laughs> continues to happen. And also, um, we've been talking a lot about the election, but we're also in the middle of a pandemic as well. Thinking of that, like I mentioned before, I think it's important for us to think about the tips from episode one. Um, so I definitely just encourage you guys to go back to episode one and listen to the ways that you can take care of yourself. And um, so as I read the article, um, some things that you can think about to add and be conscious of when you are um, engaging in, you know, looking at the news and uh, being on social media one thing that you can do and take control of is just being selective um, in your news outlets and media sources. Some news outlets and media circles um, can just be really redundant in the information that they are sharing. And so if you notice, um, and I encourage you to pay attention to this, um, but if you're noticing just you know, the impact that social media or these news outlets are having on you is cut down some of the things that you are taking in. Um, so like I said, some can be redundant. And so because you know that maybe choosing one news outlet to, to listen to, or sometimes some uh, news outlets have uh, these cycles where, where they talk about new information, um, and then for the next 30 minutes to an hour, they're just kind of repeating what they have talked to you about within that, that first time. 
And so <laughs> if you know that, then just choose to focus on the 30 minutes of updated news information that they're giving you versus the 30 minutes to an hour of repetitive, redundant information that they're giving you about the stuff that um, was uh, given to you. Um, also, it also may be good to cut out news outlets that you feel is just really getting you riled up. So if you're listening to news outlets or social media uh, content that is hyperbolic and just really kind of you notice you are walking away from it feeling upset, feeling saddened, um, feeling anxious, um, then that might be a time for you to say, okay, let me just take a step away from this um, and not engage in this because I'm noticing how it's impacting me emotionally. Um, and taking time to just step away from, from those things. The other tip that I have too is that for some of us, it's really hard to not engage on social media and to engage in some of the content. And a lot of times we may even feel like we are craving and we have these strong urges to look at what's happening in the social media world. And because of that, you might feel like you must do this. You know, I must take time to see what's happening on Instagram right now. So even after you've told yourself, I'm going to take some time away because I understand how that's impacting me, the id, the pleasure principle of our personality is telling us, okay, I want to do this because it's what I want to do and not necessarily thinking about, is it the best thing to do for me? And so with that being said, I just want to encourage you to do an exercise. So in, when you notice that you are having the urges to go to social media or to look at these news outlets, even after you have determined that this isn't emotionally good for you, just uh, take some time to slowly count to 10. And while you are counting to 10, ask yourself, what am I hoping to get out of this experience? Okay. If you don't feel like counting to 10, taking a couple deep breaths. And during that time, asking yourself, what am I hoping to get out of this uh, experience? What am I hoping to get out of it? What is that going to do for me? You know, so taking some time to kind of think about um, that as well and doing that exercise. Um, because then that can help to kind of slow down your thoughts um, and help you to maybe think rationally about why it might not be a good idea to, to do those things. The other tip um, that was provided in uh, this article talked about volunteering and kind of giving back to your community. And volunteering can really be an energizing thing um for some people and so 
obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic um so we have to get creative about how we give back to people um but giving back could be that you're doing you're uh calling uh your neighbor who might be elderly and saying hey is there anything that you would like me to get from the store for you um that can be an act of giving back or it could be if you you know have a family member who has really been impacted by the pandemic you know maybe uh doing a zoom meeting with them or uh talking to them over the phone um can be your way of giving back and offering some encouraging uh word to them that could be a way of giving back um so just finding creative ways that you can give back and volunteer um those are things that you can do to kind of help energize yourself um but also give you a sense of control um as well that's a tip that you know you can think about um during this time it also serves as a really good distraction from just kind of sitting and immersing yourself in the social media and the media world um which could you know uh have an impact on you on on you also and, um also i would like for us to just kind of think about holding on to our priorities um so don't let the intensity of everything that is happening be a distraction for the reason um or letting go of your habits and the practices that you have worked so hard to build right so if you have chosen to eat healthy and to exercise and you have a solid routine happening and going on this could be a distraction kind of encouraging you guys not to let it be a distraction for you to still eat healthy to still exercise um if you've worked hard to put in time to take care of yourself and to be intentional about that um still practice those activities right so still do your creative activity every wednesday if that is the time that you have designated to do that um because once you get out of that routine um a lot of times it can be hard to kind of get back on track and do those things and so i want you guys to remember that although this is a very critical time in our lives right thinking about the election and all the things that are happening right now um this is a temporary moment the reality of the situation is this is temporary you know mm -hmm. and so this will pass and so what would you be left doing after this moment has passed and i hope that you guys will still you know be taking care of yourselves or still doing the things to you know nourish yourselves emotionally after this moment has has passed and these things are great tools that you can use to help you get through this time as well a lot of people when they when when things are unsettling and um things are kind of happening that is provoking um evoking some type of you know emotion that is uncomfortable a lot of times people leave their self care and leave the things that are good for them and just kind of do nothing 
And so I want to encourage you guys to hold on to those things like your life depends on it. It's like we said, vote um, like, like your life depends on it. Hold on to all of the positive and good activities for yourself like your life depends on it. Yes. Yes. I like the fact that you said it's temporary. It's nothing. Mm. It's not permanent. Yes. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I just feel like um, we, as humans, we put things in our head that's not even true. Mm -hmm. And that becomes more permanent than the actual situation that you're in. Yeah. Most, almost everything is temporary. Like it's not going to last forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we just have to look at, okay, let me, and I, I, I do that a lot with my uh, homework assignments. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I just need to do it. Mm -hmm. I just need to get it over. Just, you know, get it done because I won't have to do it next week. I won't have to do mm -hmm. this assignment next week. I won't mm -hmm. have to, you know, and when it's all done, I'll be done. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Almost everything, I'm going to say a high percentage, like 90% of our life situations and things is just, it's temporary. Absolutely. And so, and that's what I want to encourage you guys. So either whether it's this for the election or something else in your life you know just kind of think that this is temporary it, it will pass and how do I want to be on the other end of this right um, or what would be you know what can I do to so that I can benefit myself to be in the best position on the other end of this right yes so, yes yes I love that I love yeah. that yeah um and the very last thing is i always want to encourage people to be kind to yourself and um practice some self-compassion um but be kind to yourself um and what that might look like in the midst of everything that we're dealing with right now is just being realistic about what you have the mental and emotional capacity for right now okay mm -hmm. so being honest with yourself and saying you know what i don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now and that's okay you mm -hmm. know give yourself permission to move on from that and to accept that you and accept your truth you know um a lot of times we might want to put so much onto us um <laughs> And we just have to say, okay, no, you know, and no can be a hard thing to say. Um, no could be a, a hard word for some of us to use, but it's okay to say, you know what? I just don't have the emotional capacity to deal with this right now. Um, so I'm not going to do it. You know, mm -hmm. somebody call you up and be like, oh, hey girl, did you see what Trump said? Or did you see what this person said on the news? you know, and it's okay to say, I, I have not engaged in that. And <laughs> I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with this right now. And that's okay. Um, and so I hope that these tips um, from episode one, but also from what I have shared 
uh, with you um, have been helpful. And if it has been, um, please share with us your thoughts and your comments about how you feel that, you know, these tips are working for you if you have been able to put them into practice um, in, in, in your daily life or for this moment in time right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. I needed to hear that one. I, I needed to hear that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say no sometimes. Because I yes, have... Yeah. Oh, I have so much going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not complaining. Let me put that uh, disclaimer out there. I'm not complaining. But I do have a lot sometimes and and sometimes I get so overwhelmed I'm like okay mm-hmm. I gotta and right now in the midst of this everything going on it's hard for me to prioritize mm-hmm. like I've been doing all of this stuff mm-hmm. before the pandemic so I'm like okay now I don't understand why I feel extra overwhelmed and mm-hmm. it's because of the extra layer of the pandemic, the mm-hmm. extra layer of the injustice, social injustice. And it's just because mentally I'm dealing with that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like I try to ignore it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like you said, prior to that tip, it's going on so we do have to acknowledge it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to filter out you know what I need to be doing what I don't need to be doing um mm-hmm. and and some of my projects I, I feel like I'm too I'm too young to say I'm about to retire from certain things but it kind of is what it is you know I, mm-hmm. I gotta start retiring from certain things in my life and certain projects because once certain things reach a maturity level it's kind of hard to keep it going so Mm -hmm. but I needed to hear that one Mm -hmm. I needed that one yeah well I'm happy to hear that uh that was uh you know something that spoke to you and um and just like you know like you said with all of this stuff happening you have other stuff that you're thinking about. And so sometimes it's good to um, write it out sometimes. Like it just kind of allows an outlet for you to just write about it, acknowledge it, and then, you know, let that go for the moment to help you to focus on the other things that um, you need to give attention to. Or even talking about it. Um, like we're doing now, um, I think it's really good. So talking to some friends about it as well could be a great way to acknowledge it and to kind of get it out and help you to kind of move forward um, yeah. with that, with everything else that you have going on. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we doing next? Okay. So is y'all know again my favorite part of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) so I was sitting here as we were talking and I was listening and I was thinking and I was like I should have 
not saying I should have picked another word, a word for the week, but I was thinking I should have did a combination of two. So the word of the week is faith, but I was feeling like hope. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say why I feel like hope first, uh, and then I'm gonna get into the word of the week. So. Uh, last night, like I say, this is uh, a little bit pre-recorded, so uh, it won't be last night <laughs> to the hearers <laughs> and the listeners. Um, Joe Biden gave a speech that literally blew my mind. I have been waiting, and it was only like seven, eight minutes. I have been personally waiting on that feeling for four years I've been waiting and hoping and it just felt like a, a mist of hope just came over my body and I sat in the middle of my bed with tears because I was like oh, finally we have hope <laughs> so that's why I felt like I should have intertwined hope with the word of the week but since this week is faith I feel like it's still faith will put a stamp on this conversation that we have had that we just had so this week i went to oxford's dictionary and faith it tells us that faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something that's real good to me <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. yes complete not halfway, complete trust. All the way in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in something or someone. But what triggered me, before I could even go over to the Bible to get my verses, Oxford uh, Dictionary had a second definition that is um, that reads um, a strong belief in God or the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehensive rather than proof. I say now the dictionary got the Bible in it. <laughs> so I just felt like I needed to get that second uh, definition from Oxford. And I, and I appreciate that they even realize what faith is all about. So, um, the Bible verses that I'm going to read to you um, is coming from the ESV, which is English Standard Version, Version. And my first one is from Matthew 21, 22. I feel like I read this one already, but I don't remember. And we only had one episode, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> So Matthew 21, 22 reads, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Mm. The second one is coming from Hebrews eleven six, and without faith, it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to God most, must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. I'm going to stop right there and ad-lib a little bit 
Um, just the fact of the whole racial things that's been going on in life. If you like have ever just stopped to draw near to God and believe that everything is going to happen for the most good and most powerful. I just feel like the election numbers is proven that we have faith. Mm-hmm. Bad doesn't happen all the time. Uh-huh. It's, it's temporary. It doesn't happen. It doesn't keep uh-huh. happening. So, you know, this is this something that's happening that when at the end of the day, we stop and look and listen. We can only like give credit to God because this does not just happen. Mm-hmm. What's going on with this election just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I just had to stop and say that real quick. And then I'm going to go back to my third uh, verse, which uh, is from Luke 1 37. For nothing will be impossible with God. Mm-hmm. nothing <laughs> then I have one more I was going to just pick three but I do have one more it's from uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and 5 it reads that your faith might be might not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of God oh absolutely yes. that's why I had to select this one to go along with our podcast today because so many people rely on men. Mm-hmm. Woman, boy, child. <laughs> you know, they rely on someone to have the same two feet as I have, you know. And it's only going to get us so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you rely on the wisdom, and power from God that's all we really need so I uh I just want that to like marinate I want that verse to marinate mm-hmm. in our listeners mind heart body and soul first Corinthians 2 5 that your faith might not rest your faith can't rest <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to rewrite the Bible, but your faith cannot rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that one. So to cap this all uh, up where um, my mom always taught me that if you don't have faith, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which reminds me that uh, I have this uh, small little trinket thing. It's like a little, it's not a picture, but it's like a a clay pottery thing that's above my uh, full body mirror that's in my room. And it reads, uh, faith is seeing light with your heart when your eyes see only darkness. Mm, I love that. Yes, I love, I love that I don't remember where I bought it. Matter of fact, I don't even think I bought it. My mom probably bought it for me because I've had it for years. Um, but just seeing 
light is is that hope of faith is mm-hmm. that little that little that's i guess that's why people say as long as you have faith the size of a mustard seed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything will be brought to light um mm-hmm. so here i just want to uh i want everybody to just stop and think about your faith meter like where's your faith meter no matter if it's deep small in between just know that God sees all of your faith Mm -hmm. a little bit of faith we have big faith God sees it because everything that we have comes from God absolutely absolutely I love that um and one thing that I would just like to say too like we were talking about like the tips to help you through this time But also a lot of the things that you talked about, about, you know, um, you know, faith is, you know, seeing light when there's darkness. I can't remember how you put it, but that is such a powerful affirmation or a powerful statement that you can use on a daily basis to just kind of help you start your day out on a positive note, right? So no matter how things may seem in life you know you know i have faith that things are going to get better you know i have the faith um that there's going to be light at the end of this tunnel so i think that was i mean i mean that is just awesome thank you for sharing that yes i I love like i love the word faith faith is like believing Mm-hmm. And believe, believe is, I don't know if everybody knows, but believe is my favorite word. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's my favorite word. So it's like, I can't believe if I don't have faith. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so guys, that's it. That's episode two. So once again, thank you for all our followers already. But if you have not, please go over to Facebook, like us, follow us hit the notification and get all the alerts from Facebook. Also go over to Instagram, follow us on Instagram because you just never know what you might get. You just never know. So follow us, like us, comment, uh, contact us if you need to, send us some, maybe some what what you want to hear. So yeah, Mm -hmm. have an awesome week. Keep the faith. And know that all things are temporary. Absolutely. Be blessed and be well, guys. Until next time.